It's 21 days until Christmas, and this would definitely be the season of overwhelm for a homeschool mom because you are throwing a part-time job onto a homeschool mom who has a already more than full-time job. Can I hear an amen? Over my more than two decades of family life, I have learned to manage my expectations around Christmas. From someone who started her children's birthdays, Martha Stewart style, did about 45 birthdays. That's four kids times a lot of birthdays each kid. I, I did a whole lot of planning in those early years. My first daughter, first birthday, 50 people invited. She was so tired by the end of that day. I don't know why I planned such a big party for her. But by the time my fourth, my son came along, I was well beyond party planning. A simple birthday would suffice. And I've learned to manage my expectations around Christmas and the holidays as well. If I'm not enjoying the process, what is the point anyway? So yesterday I asked my husband, could we cut down a tree for Christmas? If you remember, I live in the mountains, so there are trees all around us. I live right now in a snow globe. It looks like the earth has been turned upside down, shaken a little bit, and I'm getting fluffy white snow falling ever so slowly outside and a whole lot of trees. But my expectation around Christmas is cut a tree, put the tree up, hope by the end of the week that it has water, that I've got the tree skirt on the bottom, there's light strung through the tree, and I will enjoy that state of that tree for a couple weeks. Perhaps a week before Christmas, it'll get a few simple decorations. I'll spend a little time with each of my kids adding their decorations to the tree, and um, I won't add very many because I like a simple tree. This was not my experience in the beginning of my early family years. I like to do even Christmas Martha Stewart style. And though it was beautiful, it was definitely picture worthy at times. I know that for myself, enjoying the process is part of the point. Creating these lovely moments of baking and cooking and hosting and volunteering and decorating, all of these things are intended to encourage joy and peace and love and hope, not stress. Before I share an antidote to homeschool overwhelm, dealing with expectations at Christmas and beyond, I want to make sure to introduce myself if we haven't met before. I'm Teresa, the homeschool life coach at capturingthecharmlife.com, and I'm here to help you shed what's not working in your homeschool so you can show up on purpose in your homeschool authentically, confidently, and purposefully. So welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. If this is the first time that you have met me, then I encourage you to go introduce yourself to me on Instagram at Homeschool Mama Self-Care or on Facebook, Homeschool Mama Self-Care. Ask to be included in the group, the Homeschool Mama Support Group. And if you've been here with me for a while, I want to say thank you for your support. I am so pleased to offer these homeschool encouragements from my closet. I'm wondering if we can do a gift exchange. If you're part of my email community, my Facebook group, my Instagram page, you'll know that I am offering 23 days of Advent for the homeschool mama. 
as well as the 12-day self-care strategy challenge for homeschool moms. There are gifts going on everywhere, but I'm asking for a gift exchange. And what that means is, would you consider going over to Apple Podcasts on your phone or your device, scrolling to the bottom and adding a review? Turns out when you add a review, of this podcast, it will enable the algorithm to show this podcast to all sorts of other people. I would be most appreciative if you could do that for me. So let's chat. We're going to talk about an antidote to homeschool overwhelm, dealing with our expectations. Here's a few reasons why I think moms have unrealistic expectations. But first, let me tell you a story from my own life. There was a day when my kids were cooking up a storm when my husband was on an emerge shift on a Mother's Day. For many years, I didn't request anything for myself on my birthday or at Christmas or on Mother's Day because it felt kind of selfish. Despite asking every other person in the house what they want for all those occasions and getting really specific with their requests, Not even on Mother's Day did I make a request. I certainly have had expectations that my kids or my husband would read my mind. If they really love me, they would buy me a bouquet of flowers on my anniversary. Specifically, a bouquet of flowers that resembled my wedding bouquet. By the way, he did. Or a pretty sea salt caramel dark chocolate box for Christmas or fluffy socks, and a period fiction novel, so I can enjoy my Christmas moments too. Turns out, I couldn't expect my partner or my kids to read my mind. And so one year, I decided to tell them. I've learned that I'm not the only one that has felt disappointed by an inattentive partner. Or sometimes that some moms have felt downright invisible to their families. I've learned that most moms don't ask, and yet they hope and expect that someone will attend to them anyway. So I've learned that an antidote to my unrealistic expectations is to not assume that my children or my partner will read my mind. Because if they are humans, and I suspect they probably are, you have learned as I have, that they cannot read minds. So we need to express our needs or desires. When you feel downright invisible, I ask you, why aren't you requiring others to see you? We need to own our unrealistic expectations. Writing them down is super helpful, clarifying what we really think. If you have a partner that repeatedly misses the boat in honoring an occasion that you think is important and it matters to you, you don't have to be repeatedly disappointed. You need to let your partner or your best friend or your child or whoever it is know how you would like to be honored. Straight up, you could say, hey, honey, can I tell you something important? It means a lot to me to have you acknowledge me on Mother's Day or Christmas, or my birthday, or whatever. Here's how you could honor me. Sometimes we set ourselves up for disappointment because we set unrealistic expectations for others, like reading our minds and magically knowing what's important to us, no matter how long we've been together. 
Sometimes we don't state our preferences outright, and because we don't, we sometimes end up in conflict. So it's time to declare that you have a need and a desire too. Sometimes I've learned, though, that we don't state our preferences outright because we assume that it will end up in conflict. Now, I know this doesn't apply to everyone, but it has been a repetitive discussion. We need to declare that we have needs and desires too. So I'm going to offer you this thought. If this is your experience, I'm going to be straight with you. I see that as a relationship issue. If you're familiar with this dynamic, if it feels very familiar, you might need to address that issue because maybe it's a boundary issue. Maybe you haven't declared who you are, or maybe you don't know what you need. That's very common that you don't even know what you need. Or maybe you're accustomed to giving, like me, but not receiving. When your relationship needs aren't being addressed, you won't be energy-fueled to do this homeschool thing. Of course, I'm not suggesting that your expectation that a bottle of champagne, a picnic basket, and a hot air balloon with fireworks should be yours every year. It's probably unrealistic to fulfill our soap opera fantasies, But being in a relationship with unrealistic expectations or being in a relationship with someone who isn't seeing us and honoring us is no way to honor ourselves either. So what can you do to declare what you need or want? To declare that you want to be seen and honor yourself too. This Christmas... I encourage you to deal with your expectations, your sometimes great expectations, and name your needs. Request your desires. Be straight with those important to you and let them know who you are, what you care about, and what you need. Thanks for joining me today. This last week, I celebrated my 49th birthday, so I'm dishing out birthday gifts. You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. Okay, no one gets a car. But I would love to play Oprah for a day, wouldn't you? If I could give you anything, it would be like a trip to somewhere tropical. Fiji, Costa Rica, Mexico, or some tropical island with no kids. Endless coconut habanero margaritas. And massage appointments on tap. You're welcome. Also, I can't give you that either. What I can do is be present in this space, offer opportunities to help you nurture the nurturer. I'd love to give you peace and confidence while you live your homeschool life. That would be just as good as Costa Rica, right? No, actually, I would take Costa Rica. (laughs) Instead of Costa Rica, though, I'm giving you an opportunity to build practices that will nurture you in the 12-Day Homeschool Mama Self-Care Challenge. This is a gift that really will keep on giving. In less than 15 minutes a day, maybe even in five, I'm going to introduce you to 12 self-care strategies that will help you do these next few holiday weeks with more satisfaction and peace. And because I love finding myself a bunch of ways to give gifts, if you head over to my Instagram page, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, or join me in the Homeschool Mama support group on Facebook, you will discover that I am offering 23 days of Advent for Homeschool Mamas. One of the gifts that I offer you 
is a free class in the Facebook support group on managing stress and expectations at the Christmas season and beyond. Most of us homeschool moms have high expectations of the perfect Christmas or holiday season, but real family stories happen in the thick of this month too. Christmas perfection is only found in a Norman Rockwell picture. Dreamy, leisurely Christmas days in PJs, happily occupied children whilst enjoying your mulled wine, and a book with Charlie Brown Christmas playing in the background as you munch on yet another sea salt caramel Purdy's chocolate. Hint, hint, kids. Every day, still, every moment around Christmas and the holidays won't be snow globe utopia. We know it. So let's set our intention to enjoy the not-so-perfect Christmas memories that we can enjoy when we decide that pretty darn good is good enough. So join me in the Facebook Homeschool Mama support group in discussing alternative perspectives and strategies to manage stress and expectations for this time and beyond. Until next week, I hope that you and your homeschooled kids can turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. You got this, girlfriend.